at midnight when the album came out, did you secretly hope your ex of three years would text you after she listened to it? Think a new dude felt away when like maybe he was just on her laptop. He in the industry, so you know what I'm saying? He probably Oh, he ain't playing that shit in the car. He an industry yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. He ain't playing your shit. They was like reason their jig, start dating mics. I'm never listening to them niggas again. Only niggas, <laughs> only niggas who bigger than me or lower I, than I'm me. I'm gonna talk to your therapist tonight. <laughs> yeah, at yeah oh, we gotta talk I don't to know if she's really doing her job. Yeah, they gotta change the budget with the therapist. It's not working. Yo, for both, the- man. <laughs> no warrior mouth. Westside boogie. First of all, congratulations, man. Thank you, um, man. I am. I have been a fan of yours for years. I, I played. That. I played your music on an old pod that we used to do. You know, it'd be when I watch it, be feeling like Rory more support my music more than you. Really? It's like it feels That's like Ro- true. it feels like Rory the fan. And like, now you know what it is when white boys just like you a little bit. It feels man. like a lot in comparison to brothers because we supposed <laughs> to support each other. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And- you just like. You do that now, like, yeah, I mess with No, you. but you know why? Because I've been fucking with nah, your music. I'm just happy to see it now, everybody else catching up. Nah, but it's thank like you for real. it's like if I was in a party for a year and then now y'all get there, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's man. It's been lit here. Yeah, exactly. And Boog is like the cool uh real hip hop card that white people would be like, Yo, I fuck with Westside Boogie. It is that one. So, yeah, that's probably why I go a little I hope more. I got you some vagina in the past, you man. Did, bro. I promise you that you didn't Damn how you um how you feeling, man? Because I know it's first been... returning guest, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, but Boogie, he's not a guest. He's 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 family, man. This is Bug, man. Yeah, man. Why Boogie you is me family, that? man. Yeah, don't call him a guest. This is family, right? But here. back to how he's I feel, man. I'm happy I got that uh them sophomore jitters out. You know, yeah. Because I can't lie, like it wasn't scary at times. You know what I'm saying? Especially Drake uh announcing the same day as me. So. I ain't gonna lie. That's something that me and Rory looked at. We was in Mexico, and we was like. Damn, bug. And we nah, said at the same tough. time, it was like, fuck. You yeah. were the first first person we thought of when we saw The it. first person we thought about was you, because you're like, damn, bug, I'm going to come out tomorrow, too. Drake just announced the surprise project. He's, he's been funny, harassed for the, years. Man, for years. And I'm like, this is just my luck. It was, so it was crazy. I was in the 40- Were you upset, though? Nah, let me tell you. I was in 4040 Club with Justice, my manager of Justice in New York. He wanted I know me that to, guy. He's he cool. wanted me to celebrate my... Uh, my album somewhere else instead of LA because you know I probably would have stayed at the crib. Yeah, and, like it's been looking, got at, you out the looking house. at comments. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm at the club and then somebody like they drinking on the album. So then I'm like watching a Warriors game, yelling over that because I'm finna win some money. Yeah. Then I'm like, nah, this is not real. Then it's like start creeping up on me. Then it's like because it's human nature. He like one of the biggest artists in the world. Right. But then it was like all the homies, everybody around was like, "Bug, you good? You know how great you is? You know what I'm saying?" So it didn't last that long. And I also knew what type of album it was like an hour before. You know oh, you did? Saying? Yeah, I okay. got a little wind of it. Kind of mm-hmm. like made me feel a little better. Not that it's not a great album. It's just two different yeah, worlds. Two different, yeah. So it made me like feel a little better. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Did you feel any way? Because uh, when did Kendrick come out? A month prior? Uh, yeah, probably like a month before. And you were close to done at that time. Mm-hmm. And he definitely got in his therapy bag. And it yeah. was kind of the theme of yours too. Mm-hmm. So now you got Kendrick therapy bag out, Drake in six hours. And unfortunately, you're in the 4040 club. Yeah. And it felt like the universe <laughs> was just trying to destroy me. I'm like, what did I do wrong? I've been just, you know what I'm saying? But what I realized, because when I did hear Kendrick album, I was like, dang, it's kind of like the same message talking about like healing as a black man and therapy. But then I got over it quick because I realized the message of gun violence is being used by everybody. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not like just for one person to talk about it. So mm-hmm. I should be happy that Kendrick is is putting light on this message so this right. message could get out more to more people. You know what I'm saying? He being one of the biggest artists in the world, it just helped the message for real. So if I really care about what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. then I should be happy that Kendrick delivering that message. Did that journey start before you started the album or in the middle of making it? No, nah, before. Therapy. That's the started before. That started 
after my breakup, just crying, trying to figure out a way to stop crying. Okay. Um, and what, when was this? Uh, what was that? About three years ago. Okay. No, I was with her three, two years ago. About two years ago, I think. Um, I was in Atlanta. I was with this girl for like three years. It felt like my first healthy relationship because all my prior relationships was like based off like trauma or like trauma bit trauma binding, fighting with each other mm. just so we can make up. So this was the first time I felt like I was in a real relationship. So when we broke up, I was so lost. You know what I'm saying? And anybody who know me, they know my music is based off heartbreak. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, let me take this heartbreak. I love getting my feelings hurt because I can make a fire project off of it. Um, wait, but, wait, wait. You love getting your feelings hurt? I wouldn't say I love it because it don't feel good. But yeah, I do be like, every time I just channel it to something some else and that's where my best music comes from. Okay. So it'd be like, when I'm not hurt, it was the point when I wasn't hurt, I didn't know how to make music. And so at this time, getting in therapy after I got the heart, after I got my heart broke, I couldn't create because it was like, oh, now I got to hold myself accountable. I can't use the same cheat code mm. of blaming this girl. And then I was just stuck like, how am I going to rap now? Because like this girl trying to, this lady trying to heal me through therapy. And so, you know, I spent the first year just avoiding like really growing all the way. And I still do it. I don't think healing look cool. You know what I'm saying? I can't mm. even get a lot of hoes. I keep saying that. It's like hard to get girls when I'm healed all the way. So mm. I'm like fighting that too all the time. You know what I'm saying? But we got to, but that was a funny line. In, in that was, album, a, that was a said, great line. He just he just saying his demon so he gets some pussy. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? That's, but do you feel like man, as black I've men we we have to find a uh, for therapy? Mm -hmm. I feel like all black men in America, especially, I think we all need some some yeah, type of therapy. I, I think that too. We've all seen been through traumatic events, mm -hmm. losing friends, family, um, and then sometimes you know we just we've been taught to be strong, man. Yeah, up, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You crying like as an artist, you said you know it. You write better when you're hurt. Do you think that's something that we should get away from? Like feeling like we have to be hurt to create great no, art? No, 100%. I, that's why I don't, I don't like glorifying it, but it was just my truth for a long time. And so I'm still trying to, you know, I'm trying to, it's something obviously deep in the psyche of black men. My mama never gave me a space to be like emotional because she felt like I had to go out in the world and be tough. So, you know, I grow up and I think the stigma around like therapy for niggas is just like this shit is for cuckoos or you soft like you supposed to just take it to the chin mm -hmm. so so there's that I, I gotta get over and then yeah just like finding a way to draw from other experience besides hurt or like trying to force yourself to be in a hurt all the time instead of like trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel and I think in my previous music that's what my music was with just like just being hurt but it not being like no type of light at the end of it and I think with this album I kind of like showed at least a glimpse of light like i'm mm -hmm. trying to at least grow a little bit because like i can't stay in the same cycle and say i'm trying to be an example for my kid or even be an example for people in the world if i'm just like not growing consciously not growing right especially when i'm aware and that's the part i hate like being aware of stuff because it was easier when i was ignorant to it you know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, that's a theme on this podcast yeah, yeah. self-awareness is the most annoying it's thing trash like it's don't nobody want to fucking it makes me more depressed than yeah, it's like <laughs> Um, I hate it. How far into therapy did you start feeling creative again? Mm, maybe like I say, maybe six months into it. Mm -hmm. um, but even then, it was still ups and downs because therapy started feeling like uh, a job. And then I was still trying to like push myself to to find new sounds on this project. Like three of the songs came in the day before I had to turn the project in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like So that was like three weeks ago I did LOL, SMH, and, and Ratchet Book. Like mm -hmm. the day before I turned it in. So... Yeah, I'm, it's still hard. You know what I'm saying? Still trying to like channel new energies and not come from this space of hurt all the time. I, I'm pretty sure it slowed down my production rate, you know, mm -hmm. and I got to figure out a way to, to to fix it. But I'm a human. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, 
how far to therapy did you stop lying to your therapist? I still lie to her sometimes. I got a lot of my therapists. Yeah, too. it's still stuff I hide from her because it's like, I don't feel like talking about it today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's some stuff I've already opened up to her about. So we kind of just been staying on them topics for the past couple of weeks. I'm like cheating right now. I know it's like. But you're paying for it. Yeah, you know, it kind it kind of feel like you're yourself. not. It kind of feel like you're not paying for it when it's like going through like a label situation. Okay. And I never yeah, actually yeah, handed yeah. it. And I'm pretty sure it's coming out of my buddy somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, you paid yeah. for that. Yeah, but you <laughs> know what I'm saying. Let me assure you that you paid for that. Oh, see, let me not make false claims. Okay, my LVRN bad. LVRN has it handled. Okay, shout out to them. My Shout bad, out to LVRN. Justice. You've deprived Justice of three pairs of cool pants because yeah, he don't never growth. just say something out the background. He has to make sure he let me know. Nah, nigga, LVRN did that. <laughs> I want to talk about the uh, the album, the artwork for the album cover. Mm-hmm. Who create? Uh, who was the creative director for that? Was that your idea? Nah, I'm not really like stuff like that. You're not really, though, what you, you know what I'm saying? You create I anything. That's why I got. Yeah, I could. You're right, but with this one, I hate taking pictures anyway. I hate like for, like photo shoots, all that shit boring to me. Um, so yeah, it was either Carlin, somebody from LVRN. I'm just gonna say LVRN. I love, I love the, I love the, I love the artwork. I said it um last week on the show. I said I love the artwork. Um more black superheroes just what it represented yeah. having young black men on the on the album cover with you I thought that that was dope mm-hmm. I was at the freaking uh, when I was at the club in New York they was like man you so brave for putting your kids on the cover and I'm like nigga these ain't my kids <laughs> <laughs> like boy I don't know them <laughs> yeah I don't know these kids <laughs> but you know shout out to them so who but... did the casting call for the kids I don't know them little niggas were just up there I pulled <laughs> they, up they was outside <laughs> Yo, y'all got right five there. minutes. Yeah. Y'all got three kids out weird. here somewhere. Hella weird because one of them sitting on my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, man, he probably I don't know him. Crazy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> little boy got his meat by my head. I'm like, man, man, you look tired. You got your shoulders back. You look like this. <laughs> nah, took a little no, while. he looked like that ain't his son on his shoulders. That's what he looked like. Now that you really say all of that, you start breaking down his picture. That's you don't know funny them kids. As hell, man, you can't be a superhero and not be able to pick up a ten year old. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man, them kids be heavy, man. Um, but the theme of it seemed to have to do with your relationship with your pops and mm-hmm. your relationship with your son. Was yeah. that something that came early with therapy for the theme? Creatively, uh, yeah. or that was something you wanted to do even before? Yeah, everything. You- for some reason, I, I couldn't figure out a, like, a narrow concept for the album at first. It was mm-hmm. hard. I was battling uh, LVRN to like push myself, stop doing the same slow songs every time because... I'll get comfortable if I know what works for me. I think I, you really, I have this theory that a lot of rappers low-key want to be R&B artists. No, nah, somebody said that to me yesterday that you really just want to be R&B artist and you ain't got the voice. Yeah. And I think that's really what it is. Yeah. And that's why I'm so inclined to like do melodies on beats all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? That first year in therapy also like mad at them for trying to make me try new sounds was hard. Um, mm. And then the more I started talking about these things with my therapist, also having a 12-year-old and realize, realizing like, it don't matter what I say to him. If I'm not leading by example, it's like, at the end of the day, my words is not matching. So going through his phone, seeing him say cud to his friends, mm-hmm. like, pissed me off because I'm blood for one. And then also like, why are you gangbanging? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's dumb. Um, so I like that that was the second concern. Not, yeah, bad. not <laughs> the first, right? Yeah. <laughs> I should have switched Because I'm a blood. <laughs> yeah. Like, boy, why would you pick that side? But yeah, <laughs> just getting through that first, um... Yeah, then just just figuring out I had unaddressed trauma with my therapist, like mm. stuff I was mad at that I didn't know I was mad at. Saying I was always saying like, I don't care my day to night in my life, but realizing out the, the way I was, the way I shut down from affection and stuff like that started being more clear to me, and I started wanting to talk about the message and yeah, just start falling in play. I say like a, yeah, like a year in the therapy. 
I'm saying? How do you approach relationships now? I'm not uh, even saying romantically. Just uh, with friends, I'm more patient. Um, I know not everybody got the luxury I got uh, of therapy and, and understanding conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. I grew up thinking like, a fade with my homie is how we saw this situation. Mm-hmm. And I, I just never lost it none of my homies. That's why I'm still their friend. Because I can't picture myself really with my ego getting beat up by the homie and just like sitting with him all day after he just stumped me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So trying to figure out conflict, resolu- understanding conflict. Now I feel pussy because I've definitely lost the fight to my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm still absolutely. cool. Yeah, we're yeah, still cool. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just not with it. Man. You know <laughs> so therapy's not working. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, yeah. it's letting me know that fighting don't... Go- yeah, not, in my, not with my ego. Now that you say that's a good point. But it's letting me know that conflict resolution isn't just fighting. It's me True. like having patience to understand your point of view because your truth is your truth. Mm-hmm. Just, but also not getting took advantage of and standing on like firm on my morals. But yeah, just trying to approach my friendships in a more patient point of uh, patient perspective. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The album comes out um, as an artist, as a creative. The feeling that you had before it comes out versus the next day. Like, how do you feel now that it's out? Everybody's listening to it. People reacting. Some yeah. hate it. Some love it. How do you feel now as a creative? Like, okay, this was something I worked on and watching people respond to it. Yeah. So the next morning I was hungover like shit. So I didn't feel nothing but like me throwing up. But to fast forward, when the day settled in and I felt like, and I started like feeling, I started seeing a reaction. It felt amazing, obviously, because it's your art. I've been working on it for, for years, even though we in a, a the space of the world where everybody dropping every week is hard mm-hmm. to cut through. You know what I'm saying? If you can't, not everybody is afforded the luxury of disappearing, living in your mystique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was grateful that I was able to, withstand the the test of time and, mm-hmm. and drop another project and that people still cared about regardless of the, of the negative stuff even though it do bother me you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but i didn't see a lot of it because my shit just that nice mm-hmm. and i don't never search my name on twitter so that's the thing for me too so the people who add me just it'd be like love most of the time um so yeah it felt great then it started being like i've been feeling it i've been new this You're like y'all yeah. late i fuck with y'all but i appreciate it but come on but i've been new how good i was yeah. so then there's that part and then it's like all right, what are we going to do now? Like, how are we going to elevate again and how are we going to, like, be better than this project now? That's like the the thought, the, the next day? No, nah, everything on? in this next day. I'm telling you, my brain crazy. It's like, I'm like, nah, all right, we got to we gotta figure it out now because it's, it's just like... But does that make you nervous? Because you were saying, <clears throat> this all felt like this was my therapy album. I'm obviously still working on shit, but you said most of your music derives from pain. What happens when you get over the hump of not being fully healed, but... Healed. Yeah, so what 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 freedom like, I do you did want to make happy music? Because no. dance, I'm not, dance shit is popping nah, right not, now. I can't, I like, I'm not gonna do that. I love okay. I love it, but I can't do it. Well, maybe one day. I'm nice like that. Hmm. But <laughs> I'm also saying like I, I was. I think doing this project and the concept of me having different personalities just like open a lot of different doors for me to like do more stuff now and give me more freedom now that I've introduced like my ignorant side and people yeah. can't just box me in is this is this rapper or just a gangbanger rapper or just however you know what I'm saying now I could be Ratchet Bug when I want I could be Anthony and I could just do whatever so hmm. the LA League is freestyle yeah one of my favorite one of my uh, my too and I appreciate you saying how Anthony got off the most because like that was probably one yeah, of my yeah people are always saying him. like man Ratchet Bug went crazy but I really feel like that first verse was crazy but yeah my bad you know you crazy right for you to be able to sit there and write from that type of perspective that's not, this is like a part of your brain because you have to jump into each of the, one of those personalities. Mm-hmm. Not crazy in a bad way, but no, it's I like, see. that's and I appreciate genius that. And I, and I appreciate shit. that. And I got to, what I got to say is, it's showing me the importance 
the not it don't gotta necessarily be management or just having somebody in your life that you'll let push you where that's like gonna hold you accountable or like see greatness in you that see the greatness in you and it's like gonna make you step into that greatness because like i would have went up there probably and just got off mm-hmm. thinking it's like my greatest verse ever but it's having a team like no you could do better than this let's mm-hmm. try to do something creative and you know what i'm saying and push me always like and it's uncomfortable but it's necessary so how important is it for you to be with a group and people like lvrn because it's that's a family. Yeah. Like every mm-hmm. time yeah. I see you guys, I'm just like, yo, I just love. And I told her all the time, like I love what they're doing. I love the fact that they're so invested in, in each other on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Because to me, if you're gonna work with somebody, especially artists and creatives, you have to understand the person, the yeah. artist. Like you can't just, we need a record, we need a song. You know, a lot of Facts. labels, that's how they work. We, mm-hmm. we need a record, we need a song. And it's like, but with LVRN, it's almost like the cool kids at the high school in, in, in the cafeteria at the yeah. table and everybody is dope and everybody has a talent and everybody plays their part. How important was it for you at this point in your life as an artist to be surrounded by that type of energy? Man, I didn't even know how necessary it was until I got around them because I had management before and I thought I had the greatest manager in the world because this was all I knew until we hit our, hit our ceiling. Then I got around people that wasn't just letting me slide. They was calling me out. And of course, like it's irritating at first when your brain already conditioned mm-hmm. a certain way to get away with shit. But then you start seeing the results of it and you're like, why would I ever do anything other than this? Or why would I ever want any type of other circle around me? So I'll be trying to preach it to my friends like, man, y'all need to be like this because they be having little groups. And I'll be telling them like, y'all need to have conversations, be honest with each other. Like they be saying crazy stuff to me. Like in the message, they be like, this shit trash. Like mm-hmm. and like I know right now we got that language with each other. And you probably can't say that to everybody. But mm-hmm. I get it. It's love. And they like, Billy, we know how great you is. So push yourself. So that shit hella important, especially for, for somebody like me who always in my head, who always like, I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing this wrong. Battling these thoughts. I need somebody around me that's going to like calm me down, mm-hmm. but still push me at the same time. Was, uh, I, won't, I won't say who the rappers are. Rappers are shady. I was in a, a writing camp two days ago and we were talking about colors performances. Mm-hmm. I was there. I was there too yesterday. Okay. Yeah, all camp. three of you was there. Um, <laughs> and you got brought up quick and everyone's like yeah Boog might have the best colors performance and then another rapper that did colors was like man if I would have known I could change outfits mm-hmm. Reason told me this last night so he probably, oh, so probably it, was Reason. it was probably him yeah I know he said you had he said I wish it would have told me you know what I'm saying because his I think finna drop so shout out to my boy me him and Jid was drunk as hell last night um yeah getting, that's an interesting group yeah we was getting cussed out by Jid manager about how um, I wouldn't necessarily say trap trap rappers, but you know, just in that space, are mm-hmm. outworking us and how we think just because we creatives that we we gonna beat them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he also said we the reason people getting killed because little kid, little black kids are getting killed because our message isn't as big as it's supposed to be because that's our responsibility. So harsh. But got a little validity. Wait, he put to all it. of that on that's, y'all. Well, that's, yeah, that's, like, that's, that's a lot. Crazy. Harsh. Um, but you can't put that on. Harsh. Yeah, obviously. But if you think about the core of it. I, get I what know what he's he trying to I say. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all so, need to do more and be more active and be more present. And, mm-hmm. and and I understand what he's saying. But, but what, why would the trap rappers be outwork? I want to know the definition of outworking. I think not outworking. I think out dropping. It's really the word is just out dropping. We take we don't. How so though? Justice said the outworkingness. I think. Yeah, I think. From his mind, whatever, from the way he's looking at it, they just go in the studio, they not, they just dropping records, they going in there recording, and then they getting the song out, they not overthinking, they not trying to disappear. Well, that's because, to me, that's more, it's like fast food. Yeah. 
Like they putting out those joints and it's like, yeah, you will take easier those, to create. We'll take those extra value meals. It's like we all from them, them places. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll take the number seven. But it doesn't does it stick? Nah, but I don't I think it's still great in a world. I don't want to say what we doing is greater. I just think if you're gonna choose at this point, I'm learning if you're gonna choose to play the rap game or the music industry, you gotta really choose to play it and understand understand it for what it is. Cause an artist was saying last night, like, but we do it because we love it. And and I understand if you don't care about money or like your finances and you really doing it for that, mm-hmm. then don't complain about how right. the situation is. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you was trying to play this music game and survive, play it at, at a high level. Outwork is the wrong no, I work because because it's a different approach in the way y'all create. No. You guys are more album based than, than me, just constant single. Can't tell me it's a different outworking. approach. He can't tell me I'm outworking if I'm be, if I'm trying to figure out stuff in my brain all day. Like it's right. not like I'm not sitting there trying to write 24 hours a day. It's, it's a different approach where let, they they're allowed a higher volume. Let me explain. It's not about volume. It's about presence. So the thing is, it's not about he needs to drop five albums uh, a year. But when you're looking at rap, rap is a lifestyle, right? So mm-hmm. like. I know we like to put a barrier in between two people now or two different types of rap. But like when you look at Tupac, when you look at Biggie, when you look at Jay, it's a lifestyle. They embodied everything of it. Like they, they gave us great music, but they were also still outside. They were, they were networking. They were doing everything they need to do. Um, and they were dropping all the fly shit, the clothes, the, um, the videos, the movies, like they're out working. And that's what, that's what the younger guys are doing that are in this, this trap situation and it makes it feel like guys that are on the other side of hip-hop are kind of more reclused and not doing as much that's but that's a weird example because when Pac, big and jay at that time that was popular rap music they could do that because they were at the forefront of music it's because they're out working but then the game was it's it's oversaturated now too though because everybody so like how, how do you explain drake Right. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like if if the mentality switches as I belong to be in the same space as a money bag, yo, for example, mm-hmm. and my music is not going I, to deter any of that. You're going to put yourself in that space. Then how would you explain Kendrick and Cole? If, if we're going off that, that's the definition. Kendrick, of, Kendrick, Kendrick, of Kendrick is not a real example because people forgot Kendrick when he first started. Now he's in a different space. He doesn't have to come outside. But when he first started, that man was working. He was outside, but I don't I, think he Kendrick hasn't really been outside as, since Section Eighty. Yeah, like, what I don't do you think, mean? When he I dropped Good Kid, Mad City, he wasn't really outside like that. When he dropped Good Kid, Mad City, he was not outside like that. No, how was he not outside? Where was he? My man literally was riding through California on top of trucks. Literally was in um was was at a Dr. Dre show and got the keys to the city. Like he was hang, he did videos with Dr. Like, he was really doing what rappers that's were a, supposed that's to a do. Visual though, it's not per se working and it's going out every like. Kendrick wasn't a lifestyle the way uh, Jay was with the champagne club culture and button downs and that entire shit. No, obviously, it obviously was based I, off the obviously music. Obviously, Kendrick is Kendrick is not as outside as Jay was, right? Mm-hmm. But again, there, there's a difference. Doesn't doesn't change the fact that he was still doing what he was supposed to do in their space. Like for example, we're talking about Jay Reese and Boog. These are all super fucking talented people. Obviously, sure. I think Boog's more talented, but <clears throat> neither here nor there. I think that I never see any of them outside. I never see any of them do what rappers are supposed to do. Are, do you the think they're the day, afforded the opportunity the of, to be quote unquote that's outside? Question. That's the question. Huh? That's a good question. You say what? Do you think they're afforded the opportunity to be quote unquote outside? You create the opportunity. Because I literally watched the artist, like for example, I watched the artist like Travis Scott, right? Like it wasn't like it wasn't like Travis was always destined to be where he was. He created the opportunity. That's a fact. Yeah, it's and that, and that's what I'm saying. The the mind the mentality has to change because it's like at the end of the day, this is rap, this is music. 
right? I can stand next to 21 Savage. I can stand next to fucking um, whoever it is, right? And I know my skills are, are, are on your level. So we're, we're supposed to be in the same room. Now I'm going to do all the flash shit that I'm supposed to do because at the end of the day, rap is for kids. Kids love rap and you have to make the shit look fire. Okay, but I watched, I watched Reason do a video with Ab Soul where he brought out fucking 10,000 people in front of a cleaners in Carson. Like I've seen him do the same thing. Jid did a thousand tour a day after the Dreamville shit. Like I've watched them constantly go outside. When was, the last think, time, when was the last time Reason went to One Oak and tried to make everybody in their fans? I don't think that's the strategy with the type of music he's making. That, that was my that's, point of saying Big that, and, and Pac that's what I'm and Jay. Saying, and that's that music what I'm was saying. at its height when they were doing it. No, that. that's what I'm saying. That's a perception. When Jay, when Jay was used to go to fucking whatever club that, that, that was popping in New York, he bought the whole table fucking champagne bottles because you're going to know my name. You might not like my music, but okay, you're going to well, know my... reason didn't lose 92 bricks and still crawled back. He can't <laughs> afford a fucking table <laughs> yeah. and one up with all the champagne. You say what? <laughs> you say what? He, reason didn't lose 92 bricks and still crawled back. Like, that's, that's I mean, expensive. But I'm sure reason reason can look at can look at top and say, "Hey, top, I really want to go outside and I really want to do this thing. I need a budget. Let's figure it out." But if that's not if that's not you, then it becomes corny. Yeah, I think I think I think it's just it all depends on the artist. Like you can't. I understand what Justice is saying. You need to maybe like Boog needs to be out more and be more, you know, in in people's faces and connecting with people on a real level more. So I understand working in that aspect, but I just think that the game is a little different now. I think that uh, you know, with 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 like drill rap, which is like the popular rap now, the popular sound. Yeah, it's just a little different when because now a guy like Boogie is looked at as like uh uh like a wordy or like mm. trying to kick knowledge type yeah. of rapper. Where that's not really, it's not really that. It's just that it's not the drill. It's not the the not. I want to say basic because it's it's an art form to that drill shit. But for sure, it's not as complex as what Boog is doing. Uh, switching, you know, into different personalities and characters and rapping from different perspectives and things like that. I just think that you know you have to find a medium. Like Mo, you make said, a great point, and and I'm gonna just say this last thing because it's not my interview. It's Boog's <laughs> interview. I'm gonna say you make a great point. The only thing is what I'm saying is that you don't have to go to the club, right? Yeah, you don't, no, no, you don't, ha- you don't have to do all these things that I'm that are are low-hanging fruit that obviously you would assume yeah. a rapper would do. Yeah. yeah. But it's about creating your lifestyle. Like, right. for example, Kanye West was an artist that was not like Dipset. Yeah. But his lifestyle was fashion. Yeah. He sure. went to Paris. Yeah. He did all the things that he was supposed to do to create his lifestyle I get and it. document it. I get to it. make it a I understand thing. That point. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's like they haven't created what their lifestyle is. You look take an artist like Tyler. His yeah. lifestyle is Fairfax. Right. And to, yeah. and he created that lifestyle and that movement because that's a part of rap. And right. and, and targeted that group first that's, yeah, no, that's, no, a, that's, that's a fair Griselda. point yeah. and even shit even with Cole with the dollar and a dream tour when you know he first saying? started like yeah I understand he targeted I, colleges I do understand what you true. I think it is true to, to both sides but I think like I guess us type of creators gotta find a way to work efficiently in mm-hmm. the same way that works for them cause like you said we can't just go out and like go to the clubs cause that's not gonna work for us but we gotta stop thinking we could just live off our like live off our talent in a yeah. creative video yeah. or a short film or something like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's little one pieces. You do gotta create the lifestyle, but I don't think everybody know how to create a lifestyle either. That's it's not difficult. It's, shit, not easy. No, especially, not. especially if it's not <laughs> like, genuine. It comes how off the fuck like you create a lifestyle when you're just trying to bar up. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? So. I see something like 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 Bug and and Jid. I, like if, if y'all could do something like every week, y'all just hang out on like different college campuses. And just oh, get in. Nah, they're not gonna put me in no college world. Why not? I'm just playing. And just do like ciphers <laughs> with like the students that ciphers? go there. That, you think yeah. I don't like backpack niggas? You don't like backpack no, niggas? No, I hate backpack shit. No, because that shit boring to me. Nah, it's not boring, bro. That shit is it's a it's a different no. 
I Again, take that back. I don't oh, it's think only it's boring, boring because we ain't making cool. It's not yet. boring. That's valid. That's what I'm saying. But also, that's perception. Also, that's also, perception. Also, exist anymore? also, growing up for me was just like I'm either R and B or super ignorant music. That's just the only music I listen to. I know it's probably but sound it's like, ignorant students on college campuses that's right. All right, so shit. I'm I went there to with them. Then, but I'm just yeah, not trying to rap about like the universe and stuff like that with no college. No, I think you think I'm just saying like more so like just connect with like like college students and just like just be because they are the next no you're right wave, it is, you know, they're they gonna create and they, the next and they get they be like the main ones understanding my message about like absolutely understanding their potential and their future so you're right that could yeah, be my just, world just shit like that just hanging out on just college this, campuses that's and, my world bro no yeah. I'm telling you I mean, I mean I became a J. Cole fan for life because of that right like 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 college students are a huge market right J. Cole Wale even Kendrick that was their circuit for sure. right and they worked it like, like Cole will be Cole might just on a random Saturday, Tuesday be walking to Howard University campus. Mm-hmm. And that just is what it is. Yeah. And you got to touch people. Like that's, that's just, you got to create your culture. But also the, the major label push does help in that regard. And let's use drill, for example. Where the lyrical rap shit, yes, it's profitable. There's always, the number one rapper every year is always lyrical. Yeah. No matter what. No matter mm-hmm. what year you talk about, the number one is always a lyrical dude. But below that, is where all the real profit is. Mm-hmm. And volume game right now, Drill would be more profitable than trying to find that one standout lyrical person that we're going to put dollars behind right. and make create this lifestyle shit. Because yes, did Cole do a lot of that dial and dream shit all by himself and we feel like Rock would even admit they fucked that up and didn't realize what Cole was doing, making him single chase and all that. But it did help that he was on fucking Columbia. Like he was able to take risks by himself because he had that backing. And I just feel like with the Drill shit, they're maybe not outworking. They just may have more resources because it's easier for these labels. Now, you know Atlantic doesn't give a fuck about an album. Atlantic mm. wants to put out singles. That's what's profitable right now. And Drill, you're able to do that. Whereas what Boog, Reason, and Jid are trying to do is projects and those take three years to do. And we're going to bank on something that takes three years that may not work. Yeah, that's or I could take this two-minute record that I know is going to playlist and find the next sound that's going to be just like that and put out 20 of them and then move on to the next sound. Yeah, but but what my thing is, it's not even again. It's not about the music output. It's just about being the sound output is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean that's one thing. But what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, Maul just had an idea where it's just like, how are you in people's faces? Like, mm-hmm. like my thing is like, it's like creating stories. It's like if next story was fuck, like Bug went to go to Morehouse and like he got a dorm and he created his album there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's a story. Now you're yeah. creating a whole oh, lifestyle. Sure. Like you know what I'm saying? Like and also like it's also about tapping into like Bug is not really like the party guy. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm a party nigga. Mm-hmm. Like tap into the, the resources around you to be able to help create your lifestyle too. Like the weekend does that very well. He doesn't go outside. Like sure. that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he taps everybody around him to help create that and shield he that. He brings everybody into his world. Exactly. That's you know right. what I mean? Uh, um The features on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh Shelly, shout out to Drum. My boy. Um Snoop. Uncle. How that's like two totally different all over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. How how did that come about? Like as far as you did you do you hear the records and you're like, okay, I gotta get drama on this or this so, is Snoop. When I was working when I did the song, I I remember LVR just complaining about how they had no single. And I took it like offensive because I was like, they're trying to make it sound like I'm being lazy. So mm-hmm. I was crying. Then I got off the phone with my cause I Naj was like telling me I was being lazy. So I cried. Then I recorded all right. Mm-hmm. And I was, then I was like, oh, look, we got a single. All we got to do is like say this to you. So then I went to Atlanta to finish it. 
with Justice and Shelly just in the background singing over every goddamn beat you play in the studio. Yeah. He don't let you have your own session. <laughs> right. And nigga just sing. So, you know, he starts, <laughs> these niggas ain't nothing. I was like, yeah, that shit hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that, that happened organically in the studio with uh, Snoop. My mama used to be married to this, this fuck nigga, but, you know what I'm saying, he from 20 Crip, which is a Long Beach gang, which is where Snoop was from. So mm-hmm. I kind of met them when I was younger. And then I say that trump card, even though my mama not with the dude no more. Mm-hmm. I got boom in and Snoop always still supported me. So I knew I could get a feature. And he gave me two verses in like 30 minutes. Nigga just love rapping, I think so. That's dope. How did uh, the Soldier Boy one come about? I was in a studio on bu- bullshit. I didn't even think I wanted to keep that song. I was just playing, trying to record. I was like, hold on, this shit hidden. And I was like, it's giving me, I don't know, this gave me Soldier Boy energy. And I was playing and I sent Justice a text like, Yo, can we get Soldier Boy on this? And like, got it back in a couple of days. I like it. I, when I saw it on the track list, I was like, "This is random." Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. What is this that was when I was like, "Soldier." I, I heard the beat, and I was like, "All right, where's this gonna go?" Reason walked up to me yesterday and said, or two days ago, said he didn't like Snoop Dogg verse on the album. I don't know if reason uh, wants to want Snoop to know that. But, yeah, but fuck oh, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! See, that's what I do. I just be rambling sometimes. Hey, it's all good. That's fuck it, man. Uh, it wasn't my favorite Snoop verse, but all right, man. I, I like that it. Snoop was on it. I love kind of yeah, like it's, 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 it's Snoop. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's it's Snoop. We not expecting Snoop to go in and kick your ass on the on the it on the verse. Crazy, but... man. No, I liked it. No, I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Not nobody like gonna kick my ass. Not you, Snoop. Not nobody. Not Smino. Not Smino. That's cheat. one thing I like about. <laughs> He's a cheater though. He been words. That's not even. <laughs> I can't compete with a nigga who make up words. Like, That's one thing I like about. Snoop was making up words. No, he said Sadate. <laughs> but, but Boogie always been the type of artist like I start talking about somebody I'm like I'm like Boogie he can't fuck with you though and Boogie no, nobody can't fuck with me and I'm mm-hmm. just like alright fam my bad I, I believe it now though I think last year I was saying that shit but I didn't really believe it you ain't believe it nah I now was you feel like hype myself up now I feel like when I just it's the people I looked up to when I really feel like I could compete with them that's how I know I really believe it now what what's saying? one rapper where you hear him every time and you like fuck he nice Drake and Kendrick those them are the two. two. Them two niggas. Every time Drake do some time of day in the city, the like 3 a.m. Yeah, in somewhere, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, this nigga get on my nerves. Or when, you know, when Kendrick got, when I heard Count Me Out or the song with Kendrick fighting a girl on the album, mm-hmm. um, those two songs, I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Shit got me hot. And I get Speaking mad. of Kendrick album, you, uh, he wasn't even rhyming. He was <laughs> so just, what? He was just kind of from felt argument. Plus, <laughs> I got a baby mom, and it sounded like how we used to be. When my kid was like, yeah, that's three. like everybody can I think that had a relationship to relate crazy. to that record. So did you the the record with Kendrick in summer? Did you write some of that? Mm-hmm. Purple Hearts, I helped, co- I Purple helped, Hearts. Uh, I helped with summer verse. See, you are you R and B dude. Yeah, bro. exactly. That's my vibe, man. Don't play with me. <laughs> play with somebody else. <laughs> I just don't understand how you could love that Kendrick interlude of the fighting and then write something that's shut the fuck up when you hear love talking. I mean, I didn't write that part. <laughs> Oh, that wasn't your boss? Nah, shut the fuck on your love talking? Nah, that's not nah, me, you, So you wrote Summer's verse? I didn't say that. I said I helped with Summer's verse. Okay, my bad. Semantics. There's NDAs yeah. and, I and all that. Nah, I for real. I just I get helped. It. No, you helped. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, you helped with Summer's uh, Summer's part. At midnight when the album came out, did you secretly hope your ex of three years would text you after she listened to it? And did she text you? Nah, my ex has happily moved on and probably with the You person. don't know she's happily. I lurk her page every day. Oh, so she, okay, yeah. she's happily. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do think... you think of the, the new dude? I think he's, I think they good for each other. Um, I think, I feel like obviously mad about the situation because I know him, you know what I'm saying? It's somebody, not know him like that, but it's somebody around. Mm. So that part frustrated me. But when I removed my ego from it, I wasn't a good boyfriend. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's so real. There's also that. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So 
Do you think she listen? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's a, still a flex. I always still want to flex on her all the time. So I don't I don't want to see her lose. I want her to win in life, but I want to I want to win more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. That's real though. You think I want to win more. Away? I want her to win, but I want to win more. Think her new dude felt away when like maybe he was just on her laptop going to Apple Music to type in some shit and so Westside Boogie. I mean, he ain't he ain't, he ain't he in the industry, so you know what I'm saying? He probably Oh, he ain't playing that shit in the car. He an industry yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. He ain't playing your shit. Like if he get in the car and your shit playing, she in there by herself, like he went in the store to get something, he come back and bug coming through the speakers, he for sure turning that off. Yeah, she ain't never gonna play my shit around him. And he not gonna play my shit no more. That's but hate though. It is it hate. Is hate. Hey, why you hating? Nah. What, if nice? like, what if I like your old dude? Yeah, music? like he nice. He he talented. Like if my ex girl used to date, I don't know, Kyrie Irving, you think I'm not gonna watch the game because nah, I feel Kyrie, you. like it's like he's nice. And I'm gonna draft him on my fantasy team if he's it, available. I like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna ask her how he's feeling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the draft. I think it depends on how Yeah, if like say it was like reason or jet start dating my ex, I'm never listening to them niggas again. Really? Nah, man, you can't say that. <laughs> well, one that'd be kind of weird because you kind of like yeah, fuck with them, but, but... nice no, direct peers. Like, you know, what I'm saying anybody I feel like is like I'm in a world with them. I ain't playing them niggas no more. It's like hell no. Nah. Only niggas, <laughs> only niggas who bigger than me or lower I, than I'm me. I'm gonna talk to your therapist tonight. <laughs> yeah, at yeah we gotta talk I don't to know if she's really doing her job. Yeah, they gotta change the budget with the therapist. It's not working. Yo, the book, the- man. <laughs> He don't even want to listen to the music nah, no more. Man, maybe I'll do better in that situation. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also glad I'm showing this part in that people understand therapy ain't no just like immediate results. Yeah, no. Nah. Oh, I mean Shit. that's that's time. the new wave, and you know, because therapy's become trendy. Yeah. And everyone thinks like, oh, I'm in therapy, like you fixed. See, like, we nah, make therapy trendy. Let's Shit, make nasty. hanging out on college campuses, doing ciphers with the kids. Let's make that trendy. You know what I'm saying? We All can right. make any in our culture, we can make anything cool. As and it can't be cool to be hoes there, man. At college? Come on, fam. We just <laughs> college? Of course. But I will say they're not they're gonna walk right past the cypher and go to the party exactly. with the real music. <laughs> yeah, if they can't they, twerk to it, they, they try to hear your therapy. I don't is think, that what works? Yeah, we don't, <laughs> I don't think you want to scare them. They're gonna see that and might be go go back to their dorm. Boogie was the first blood I met that wore Crocs. I yeah. thought that was an interesting fact. My sense of like... But one, why though? Like, gangbangers always wear house slippers. For one, I don't, know how to DR, I don't so. even know how to travel. For one, I don't even understand what you're supposed to wear when you go places. Justice sending us this list of colors and pastels. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm trying to wear some basketball shorts of wife beater. And now my assistant got me wearing this dumbass silk shirt with like... Yeah, I was like... What? Justice is just trying to change your palette. I get it. You and know, like, man, we got to get you in fashion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. absolutely. You should. Even That's fashion, though. He has you wearing my, cool my pants. Assist, my assistant bought me these pants. I don't... I can't... Oh, I'm man, get yeah, it. No, nah, that's, that's a good look. That's not... I that's you. This, you that's know what I'm saying? It's not yeah, that's book. Yeah. Good vibe. <laughs> <laughs> good vibe. Good vibe. <laughs> Wait, but... Is your assistant in fashion? No, nah, she's just a girl. <laughs> no, nah, that's it. That's all you need. You just need a girl that know girl. what pieces to go grab. Exactly. You in fashion now. I'm but look at you now. fucking up with the lifestyle. You should be in Paris right now. Exactly. Man, I suck there. You, you suck, suck in Paris? Paris? I, will, I feel like I would suck there. <laughs> like Paris? Like, for one, that shit seemed boring. Just sitting there watching people walk. I love fashion people. I love models. I don't want to get, <laughs> yeah. get canceled. No, already models. fucking up this new lifestyle yeah. that we're gonna create. <laughs> Man, it's just like we just quiet watching people walk. Yeah, like boots, boots, boots. Nah, but then they got no. Uh, Kendrick just performed. Nah, that shit look hard. I just was yeah, talking about Kendrick, that. Yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick performed. That, that performed shit look hard. Down, right? performing, but still sitting there look boring. I don't want to sit there. Yeah, but I mean, if you if 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 Bug had the opportunity to perform at 
Paris Fashion Week. Bro, you know I'm going to go. Of course. You got to. You got to go. You got to kill that shit. Yeah, man. Why not? Fuck that. But And Justice will make you go. Justice is going to make you go and wear some of his cool pants. Fashion Week does look odd in Paris. I just don't know what, again, like you saying, I'd stand there with like a see-through shirt. Yeah, we're just vibing. I don't know nothing about... I feel like that's all I've seen on IG is just see-through shirts. At Paris Fashion Week? Yes. That's probably the look next season that's, you know... Coming in, I, I won't be wearing. Hold on, it. where is Kendrick and him at? at on theirs, that's Paris. Where yeah, Paris. I'd imagine. Oh, at hard. the Louis at the Louis Vuitton uh, fashion show. At the I never own Louis Vuitton. Have I ever owned Louis? Day Vuitton? Free is is the best name dash of all time because he just he just sit there, he don't talk. Day Free is yeah. amazing. He's from the hood. Shout out to the homies. I'm Not scared now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> take back. I, that was offensive. I apologize. Shout out to Day Free, man. Um, an artist that you want to work with, but you won't say it. Like, you won't approach him about it. Hmm. And that's for whatever a, reason, you just won't never bring it up to him. That's a great question. Probably, I think Game is a legend. For sure. Yeah, probably him. I'm actually he, shot he, down he, he gave me a look, though. He gave me a video shoot before, you know what I'm saying? But he in his competitive bag, and he keeps saying he's the best rapper out, so now I'm not going. Well, he's one. on a rollout right now. Yeah, I don't care. Me too. I saw so, him. Uh, he just put out Hit Boy. Him and Hit Boy put a record out together. Violence, yeah. Violence is shit hard. It's very hard. I'm curious though with the album title Dramatic. And when I heard Violence, I was happy. Now seeing because I love Games. One of my favorite rappers. I just want to drill shit. He um was playing 2K. I need to get to that point where I could just ignore six million dollars. How much do we believe Game though? Because <laughs> Game got legendary lies. Like some Game of my be getting some shit off. It's like, bro, hold up. Y'all don't think he could get a six million dollar tour? No, 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 no. We know uh, he. I can. just don't think he. Missed... I don't think he turned it down to play two K. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't been in some dark video game bags, like to where like I look up and I've been in my underwear for two days yeah. and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck going on? Yeah, was but you wouldn't be in that bag if it was a $6 million tour waiting. Nah, just... but I also haven't made as much money as him to have the luxury to turn down $6 million. But I don't know if I'm ever going to get to that point. But You'll get to that point. $6 million is turning down? Yeah. $6 million. All right. Man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I That's believe game on money. I fuck with game, but I don't know if he's turning <laughs> nah, he turned down. He said, I could have been, be, been a billionaire if I wanted to. I just, that, I just like, like, to. See, even that is <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, who said yeah, that? Yeah, game. Exactly. <laughs> Nigga. I could have been a billionaire if I wanted to, but nigga, 2K like was out, yeah. and I wanted to play nigga. 2K. That's just like, okay, we need to get you some help. I mean, that's just like, I respect uh, Juicy Smollett right now. Still dying on the lie. He just did a whole interview with Sweat. Yeah, nah, but that didn't that call He's still dying on the lie. Nah, they turned the comments off. I was watching, I was looking at that yesterday. That shit was funny, because now the comments is going to my Sway Freestyle, because it was the last thing that came out before Jesse. So they, they that's on hilarious. Your they, they on your shit. Yeah, talking about now Jesse. my whole comment section is, why the fuck y'all turn Jesse on? <laughs> Jesse a bitch. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah, my shit going viral. Jesse, they come I'm like, look at me comments my shit got. I'm up. <laughs> It's all Jesse. I mean, yo, look at all the shit that happened around your release. <laughs> Jesse, Drake, yeah, Beyonce, like, the Warriors. <laughs> it's a lot of shit around Boogie's release. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hot. It's a conspiracy. Yo, um, did funny. you watch the sway shit though? Nah, nah, I just went to a couple parts. I kept trying to look for the part where he called out the uh let me get these letters right. L G B T Q Q community. Um, the one way to remember that is let's get Biden to quit. Oh, I'm up. I'm finna use that every time now. No, that shit didn't fall off the bike. Was so funny. But anyways, fucking um, yeah, I watched some of it, but I couldn't find that part where he called the community out. 
Mm. So, but I he's standing on his truth, right? He said it's the truth still. Right? No, he's standing on his lie. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. we know he lied, but I mean, he gonna die. I with can the respect lie. it though. So if he end up, if it, if it ended up coming out that he told the truth, y'all gonna all like publicly have he, he did not. To my he, he's not telling it. Boogie, if you've been in situations <laughs> nah, where nah. niggas have gotten jumped before, I'm sure. <laughs> That's the you think if they had a Subway sandwich, that Subway sandwich is making it home with that gentleman? Nah, facts. That One shit. of the homies gonna pick it up. Like, yo, fam, and we taking your sandwich. Nah, he's like, hilarious. That's it. We know Jussie is lying about that whole thing. But, you know, he wanna he wanna down a lie. It is what it is. I don't know. I don't pay attention to that shit. Shout though. out Jussie, man. What show is he from? Empire. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, where's your love life now? Because after this album, I can tell you, it sounds like it's in fucking shambles. It's not in shambles. I think I'm more, what, I'm, what I've been trying to do, Think I've been thinking, because I'm being honest with girls, that if I still move like a fuck nigga, that it exempts me from all like blame. And I'm trying to realize, even if I be honest to these girls, and I don't, and, and then I tell them I'm not ready for a relationship, but I see that they still on relationship time, mm-hmm. and I still move forward with them. I'm kind of still wrong in a sense. You know what I'm it saying? It took me a while to get over that. Time. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, yo, I'm being honest. Like, what's the problem? Yeah, well, you're exactly. also being an asshole. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the other part. That. So, I'm dealing with like, I've been like going out because my album came out and I've been inviting all the girls I talk to. And it's just like, I realize this is messed up because, like, you know, they just all feel in a way they can all tell. But it's, I'm like, man, I told all, all y'all the truth. Mm-hmm. But hey. as far as being a dad, how do you feel like that is affecting your career in a positive way? Mm, oh, the, the patience part, just because, like, when stuff not going my way, um, I don't know how I could correlate it from the two, but I'm just more patient in life because of my kid. Um, so there's that. Um, when I'm, like, feeling low, like, even before I go perform, I always, like, just picture my kid mm-hmm. right before I go on stage for some reason. Or I, like, I tap his face on my phone or some shit like that. And I just see all, it's like a cheat code for, for niggas. If you got a kid, you could, it's always, like, a source of strength. Every time you're feeling down or low, it's like, mm. I got this whole life I'm responsible for who I got to be a light for. So That's how Rory is with Baisley. That is true. That's fine. Right. Whenever we got a pod and he's feeling down, he just FaceTimes Baisley. And I haven't seen her in a month, He man. jumps in the game. Hey, guys, I feel like Baisley? absentee father. Huh? Who's Baisley? My dog. His dog. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what's up, man. Shout out to Baisley. Yeah. That's his dog. Uh, speaking of parenting, um, and I know we're jumping all over the place. <clears throat> I love that. Uh, with the Killer Mode video at the end, did you share that note with your mother before the video came out or did she watch it in real time? Nah, the crazy part, I did a colors interview before that mm. and I never had spoke about nothing outside of my therapist how I was angry with my mom. Like for the past, since I've been a grown up, my mama calls me to tell me she loved me like, baby, I love and it pisses me off. Like it irritates me. It's, I was like, ah, okay, you're doing too much. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I couldn't figure out why I was so angry until my therapist, we talked about me not having that space to be emotional and how like now when she tried to do it now, it's just like, it's too late. Um, So I talk, I said that on colors and my mama called me the next day, like, being passive, like, huh, what you doing? Uh, yeah, I saw your interview. Like, and then, you know what I'm saying? So that part, her not being offended, we had to get through that. And then she finally came to a space, like, I get it. And you know what I'm saying? And she was just mad that I didn't talk to her about it first, which is understandable. Yeah. So when she saw that letter, she wasn't tripping because I had already went on a whole interview about how she did me scantless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to talk shit about my parents uh, behind the paywall mm-hmm. on Patreon. Didn't and then didn't I found out they paid it. Caught your yeah, ass. They, they paid for the the, pay, the paywall. Caught your ass. Yeah, they, they paid the ten dollars. So my, my daddy too. I be going. Uh, he sent me like a he sent me like a Facebook message like once a year. He left my life when I was twelve. Mm. And um, then he just sent you a Facebook message. No, nah, I'm, I'm gonna oh. take fast forward. I got a brother on my daddy's side who older than me. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him since I was twelve either. And then when I was like when I was eighteen, I was walking with my best friend who a crip. 
We was walking in Long Beach, like just walking around being 17. We was walking around being ghetto, you know, just walking from, from the park. I seen my brother and I'm like, damn, I ain't seen you in forever. He grew up to be a crip and I'm with some crips he don't get along with um, at the time. Mm. So I'm like, everybody cool. He like, I miss you. Give me your number. I'm going to come see you later. I go to my baby mama house at the time before my kid was born. I had already ran away from home and was living with her. Um, so me and all the homies in the front yard, my brother, I gave my brother the address, but then I thought about it like, hmm, it's probably not smart if my brother come over here because I don't want them to get into it. Mm. I had already given the address at this time. Um, so let me make sure I don't dry snitch or nothing. So either way I go, that night my house, my baby mama house got shut up. Um, my brother didn't do it. I'm not saying he did it, but <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm just trying, wait, 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 wait. We can't, we can't do that. Can't, I'm just saying. We, now, I'm, he's I'm, a sus. I ain't saying he did it, but he's a sus. I'm just saying. My baby mama house got shot up. <laughs> so, Either way, and my best friend, my best friend got shot in the neck. I only bring this story up to talk about how after that, my daddy reached out for me to, for the first time since I was 12. It was like, why you try to set your brother up? <laughs> <laughs> and that shit. Piss me off because I was just like, "What?" <laughs> I just you know that's only a black man, family story. Like, not no come. other, no other culture could tell that story. That's a black problem. You know how we you said, see the uh, black problems we got, Rory. You know Your Irishmen don't. Y'all don't do shit like that. <laughs> we're we're fisticuffs more than <laughs> than guns. But you know how we said, uh, "Logic should be the face of Twenty Three and Me." Yeah, I think now maybe Boogie could for Absolutely. finding your sibling. <laughs> that's a crazy ass story. Yeah. So then my best friend got shot in the neck. It was our first time doing lean, so he didn't panic, and I feel like that's what saved his life because he was just sitting there like, like chilling. Like, damn, I'm shot. No, I neck. think the bullet in his neck caused him to chill. <laughs> I'm just taking. No, he wasn't crying though. He was just like, like I done seen people get shot. I got shot. And I was screaming like a little bitch in the neck. No, I got shot in the foot. So you know, yeah, the neck is different. It is different. Neck so maybe he was like, I ain't moving because yeah, like, you don't yeah, want to. Yeah, it could you, be that you can't move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yo, yeah, why, you adrenaline to, why you, yo, why you trying to set your brother up? Your brother definitely shot that fucking. He shot that house up and said, "Yeah, that little nigga tried to set me up." And that shit had me hot because I'm like, I had just walked in the house like five seconds before, so it's like, damn, niggas was trying to really smoke me. Like, I know it's nighttime, so I know you wasn't aiming at yeah. my my homie who liked the op. Um, so then my daddy and I didn't reply to my daddy. Um, so then like five years later, I got a Snickers commercial. Mm-hmm. I go to his page. He like. I don't listen to my kid music, but I like this. And posted the Snickers commercial with Elton John. <laughs> so such a, say that's such a proud black dad. Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's, <laughs> look, look at the message. I don't listen history. to this music, but I like Snickers, like, goddammit. Exactly. I like this bitch. But was that message right above the... No, it's not even a message. My... This on his feed. He's oh, okay. finally proud to like shout me out. You know what I'm saying? So then he just sent me a long message. Like, I'll be listening to your music. It seemed like you got resentment towards me. I just want you to know I tried to be in your life, but your mama chased me away. Like, I tried to go to court. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying my mom was easy to deal with, but I just know it's nobody that could keep me away from my kids. Mm-hmm. So it's never gonna I'm never gonna take that as an excuse. Should have gave him the address too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he would have shot that shit up too. Popped it about to give me the goddamn gun. So at no point the the friend that got shot in the neck didn't ask you, did you say that? No, he know, he know, he know. Okay. I mean he was there when it happened. He know like how I blew it. You know what I'm saying? By even giving up the address, but also like... Wait, were you there when the house got shot up? Yes, nigga. That's what I said. We were standing in the front. I was like, I'm finna go pee. I, 
as soon as I got in the house. Oh, you set him up. Oh yeah, that's like shady. That's up. why you walked up. That's why you it was like AZ crazy. in our belly. I'm about to, I'm about to blow. Yeah. Done. Why, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's you why lean. <laughs> and it's my. And you gave him lean to paralyze. And it's my, <laughs> no, for one, I didn't give him the lean. I didn't even take none of the lean. He was. All I know lean. you gave it to him. <laughs> you were sober as fuck. He bought that shit from somewhere else. Man, that was my best friend. But I'm glad he's okay though. For real, Boogie. That is one of the craziest fucking stories I've ever heard in my life. I know, man. But and then now, and then my brother pastor now. He's a pastor? Yes. Oh, wow. Did Crazy. you speak to your brother after that incident? Hell no. I ain't never talked to that man. But I, I got a message from him one time saying he's a pastor. He act, I think he just act like he just act like the situation don't happen. You know what I'm saying? How come Paul doesn't like us? Damn. That was crazy. For real? <laughs> I think I think he well I think Paul doesn't like you right? I, I just I think that say, because like, you my man I just got to take that beef with I, you yeah I don't think he, it's not that he don't like y'all I don't think he walking around holding that energy I just think I don't think Paul cares I that much I think about me it's either, valid but. that he would be like hesitant to, to fuck with y'all if y'all y'all be critiquing uh, the label so much but out of love though do, do we be do we critique the label like that do you think you do I think we've. I think I can make a case that Rory and I have supported a lot of the shady artists. The artists I, don't, I don't think no one supports in media more of that roster than. Mona. Agree. I agree with you from this from the start. I, I definitely. But so you think? But you critique the infrastructure, or the system of shady, the shady system, in the way it's set up, or the business. Yeah, model? it's the what? same way I do every other. Well, not label. Yeah, the, every other label, it, but it's more so um, because of the artists that we know that the, the sign of shady, how talented they are. We, it's just like I want to see them get a fair shot, like, and I want to see them get the That's opportunities fact. and uh, and have the access that a lot of other artists have that are not near as talented mm-hmm. as the, the the roster that Shady has. And, That's all. And, and I feel not, you, and I and I know that's coming out of a place of love. Yeah. And but y'all gotta understand the other side to it is like, all right, if y'all gonna, what y'all right to critique? If y'all gonna do this, it's also my right to just not fuck with y'all. Oh no, it, without question. Let me let I, me explain. I, that I, I know y'all don't I care. I also know. I also know y'all don't care. I also know y'all don't care. I know that, but I would just say it's like, no disrespect to I anybody. Just, yeah, it's I just, just feel like, like yeah, no, I, get I understand it. I just if feel I may like, have said some things that you may feel some type of way about, or somebody may feel some type of way about. But understand, it's never like a any intended disrespect. Like, yeah, because I mean, my point of view. It's probably it's his baby. It's his project. Oh no, I sure, but I just be getting weird text messages from people that work at Shady and like. Oh uh, yeah, it, see, probably, probably me. Yeah, it's probably you. <laughs> like, bro, calm down. I'm just playing. I never said that. But it's all out of it's I, all I out of it's, it's a critique because I feel because again I forget I a lot of never the shit heard, that I I've also never heard none of this. I ain't gonna lie, the uh, the critique towards shady. So I from just what I like, can remember, I think it's a lot of old previous shit that was said, and sure we were standing near it. So it's kind of like oh, but yeah, as of recent, we did that. a Conway interview at Soul House that was like for the audience and we mm-hmm. put it on Patreon. I don't even think, maybe some of it made YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like fucked up. And I, I think I could be wrong because I always am not sure what I say on this podcast and then I look back mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh fuck. From mm-hmm. what I remember, all I said was, it appears like Conway did most of this rollout by himself. I said mm-hmm. appears. Mm-hmm. That's all. And you can't be that full of yourself to get mad at somebody yeah. saying that. Yeah, so I think... I think the misconception that what why I'm so cool with being that shady and I can't speak on other people's problems, my expectations is, is just different. You know what I'm saying? I don't go into it expecting them like to hand me a bag of money, create ideas for me. I think it's just to help when they can. And, and like, I just look at it like you letting me have your platform to make my platform bigger. Um, mm. 
if Eminem handed me a stack of money, I'm just gonna look at him like I'm gonna owe you this later. Of I'm not. Ta- I'm not taking. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's not really nothing they could do for me. My rollout come from my infrastructure, LVRN, yeah. my homies, mm-hmm. uh, and you know what I'm saying. I think everybody should have their own team when they go into oh, labor no, situation. For, uh, for sure. So if if Conway did, he probably did do it by himself. He probably wanted to do it by himself. Who fucking knows? But yeah, I just don't know what what would you expect a label to do for for artists during rollout? What do you expect? Like, is it certain looks? Is certain like like why are you not doing these magazines or like what what do you expect? Um I yeah, I think at this point with the majors, it's certain looks. Yeah. Okay. Like, certain late, looks. Shit, every artist, like, uh, every think... artist should not get the same looks as other artists. Sure. Not. But it's just certain certain energy and certain just uh, you know, you see you see certain artists that's like, damn, like he's so dope or she's so dope, but she doesn't get the the push and the attention and you know, she doesn't get the whole building behind her like this artist. Yeah. Would. And I and granted you have to work up to that, but my thing is if I'm in the building and this is my team, this is my family, and this is who I'm with, and we have access to these things, like just give me a certain amount of looks on these yeah. different these different legs so I can be like, okay, you can help push my shit to the front a little bit. But again, it's just we 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 talking, we just that. throwing ideas back no, and forth. It's not it's not disrespect, it's not hate. Like we don't hate anybody. We don't and I mean, hate, no, I feel know, like- Shady sounds a lot of self sufficient artists, especially with Griselda like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they are, I think, in a lot of sense, a bank. Like I took a bank loan out to buy my crib. When mm-hmm. people come to my house, I'm just like, yo, you see what me and the bank did? Yeah. Like I mean I I put the crib <laughs> together, but yeah. the so bank I, helped. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? And Yes, M. I just get to learn from M. Also, at the same time, it's, it's hard. Then they are a bank too, because that's my label. Yeah. But it's I don't want to make it sound like they just that. Because I think a lot of majors, just, to some degrees, are though. You said, huh? I think a lot of majors now are just yeah. That's that. all it is. I mean, which is you fine. Know what I'm saying? It just is. What just it is. understand the game you're playing. We, that's yeah. what we was talking about. Yeah, but so. banks. You know, if you have a certain amount in the bank with them, you know, you walk in, they take you to a private room, offer you champagne. <laughs> free. Now, when the next dude come in, it's like I got an account here too. Like, give me a bottle of water or something. Like, don't just be like, yo, what you want? Like, yeah. And and, and it is and it is, I remember being at Interscope with feeling like I had no leverage there because I didn't have LVRN who got already got Summer and Black who was more established than me right. to like give me more leverage or just like Paul being able to get on the phone anytime. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a real thing. You need that leverage, and I can't never say. I don't ask for a lot of stuff either, so maybe I should get better at that, and I can give y'all a real like mm-hmm. honest opinion on it because. Whatever I ask for, I get. I don't ask for a lot, so you know what I'm saying. How so, did the shady deal even come about? I don't even know the history of it. Shit, I don't. It this was God. I can't. It was no formula. I was back broke, ran through my events, um, didn't understand what paying taxes was. I, I 2015 as most artists. Yeah, 2015. I had no financial literacy, which is some obviously we got to fix. So mm-hmm. yeah, they dangled. Uh, pause. Dangle sound crazy. So they dangled a hundred thousand dollars in my face. That even sounds crazy mm-hmm. in my face. Mm-hmm. So they did that, um, and of course. Thinking I'm gonna change my life, thinking the world gonna get easier. I'm finna sign. I signed. Um, it, I'm not saying it was a bad decision, but I also didn't know what I was signing at the mm-hmm. time. But I was able to move out, finally get a crib on my own. My baby could finally be in a good neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, that lasted about a year because I was buying Postmates every day, buying weed every day. Shit mm-hmm. adds up. Back in the hood, uh, and which was always my fear because like you gonna look like the one that made it and yeah. came back. Yeah. So back broke. I had twenty thousand dollars left, and I had to pay forty thousand in taxes. So I was sick, ended up on a payment plan. Um, I'm on that So now. back, just recording, uh, Interscope, not really answering my emails no more because they don't really like my manager. I didn't really have no leverage. Mm-hmm. We kind of hit our ceiling with that. Um, but I did have a good relationship with my A&R who signed me initially. So he didn't like give up on me, but he was just waiting for me to figure it out. And I, I had to stay at home with my homies, keep recording. 
Um, and I think the universe or God or whatever you believe in just like saw that and just at the same time, Eminem calls out or Paul Rosenberg call out of nowhere and say like, oh, I don't know how we found you somehow, but I, I showed Eminem and he liked you, flew me out the next day. And at the same time, LVRN popped up in my life because I don't know how Tim, my A&R, um, mm-hmm. disconnected the dots. So, yeah, I, it's not, that's why I tell people it's no formula. You just really got to believe and like really keep going until it pay off. And that's as it's cliche as it sounds. It's facts. Um, Dangle money flyouts. It's crazy. Yeah, sound yeah. like an IG vixen. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm a thot. And then I had uh, LVRN Everything's took me to sale. Soho House. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Bought me yeah. a little Soho. Yeah, took you on a nice Tricked date. on the boy one yeah, time. Yeah. That's how you got him, Justin? I was mad. We, we, weren't, um, we weren't able to come to the uh, the album. Yeah, y'all wasn't allowed. My we, boy. We, yeah. we were banned. Yeah, yeah y'all we not were, allowed. We were banned from the Soho House. No, I'm just fine. But it looked like a great night. No, it was amazing. Yeah, have fun. Amazing. Yeah, um, I'm glad I was able to like hear my music in that type of environment instead of like in a dark room and actually see people like reactions to it and like still deliver my message, but people having fun. And that's that's I think is a real like a growing, growing, growing thing for me because like I never seen that. I believe you're one of those artists that people are gonna go back to your projects. Probably like, gonna get gonna, smoked. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna take off. You're gonna become this superstar one of these years soon, I believe. And people gonna be like, "Damn!" Like, but his this project was fired at one, and that's why to me this project was important for you to get out because I do believe that this is gonna be the one that people go back to and be like, "Yo, nah, he been putting out some dope shit." Yeah, and that's why I, I'm I'm not really living in the, the the space of like waiting for recognition from people and more so like enjoying the process and giving myself credit because if I keep waiting for the world to catch up, I drive myself crazy. And oh, like yeah. it might happen after somebody shoot me or something and then the world love me. Well, like who knows? You know what I'm saying? So that into existence. Yeah, but, no, please. I mean, God, no, um, no I'm, not to do that. I'm not going to get, I'm about to say, I'm not going to get touched, but then it's like, nigga, you ain't untouchable. Let me, uh, highest high, lowest low in making the album. Highest high was when it came out. That was probably the high for me. Lowest low was just like feeling like I didn't know when this project was going to come out or what the direction of it was. So maybe like two years ago, super low point for me. I didn't really have no motivation. Um, it was tough. I was doing random features. Get some bread. I still be doing that sometimes. but And then tell know. Justice, make sure they don't clear it. Yeah, I just be like, man, my manager's tripping, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I need the front end. <laughs> um... You're in therapy. Where do you find fulfillment outside of music and family? Coaching my kid basketball team. That's that's family. really. That's I really, love the videos that's, you that's put family. up with your kid when you record him and he hates it. Mm-hmm. He's at that age where he's like yeah, embarrassed that cool. everything his dad and does. And I love it. I'm gonna keep doing it. But it do hurt my feelings sometimes. I went to his game, <laughs> his game like six months ago, and I was late. And one of his teammates was like, "Oh, Darius said he was happy. Darius said he was happy he wasn't here." I was like, "Ain't that a bitch?" Damn. And I was like, "I'm gonna wait till the end of the game." <laughs> Halftime came. Halftime came. I'm like, "Come here." Yeah. And like, and then I had to check myself. Like, I do be too like hype, OD, living vicariously through him. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I need to be a dad at the games, and probably. But that is be... being a dad. You proud? Yeah, you but I be tripping though. Like, and sometimes he be like, "You don't understand the game. What's going on in the court?" You just, <laughs> it's like, boy, I'll be like, "Man, I've been playing basketball longer than you." He's like, "You're not oh, playing you right at, now." You at you that age? Playing? You sound like that. Yeah, dad. I've been doing this since. <laughs> I've been yeah. doing this. Yeah, so he <laughs> would have went to the league, but I pulled my hamstring. <laughs> so he be on that, and you know what I'm saying? He like, he might understand the game better than me now, just because he actually on the court. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. 
Kinda, that's dope though that you had that that type of relationship with your yeah, son, man. That's really scale fly. back. Do you want him to pursue music at all, or do you? Nah, because like- I I don't because I think he'll be trash. Because I think my first initial reaction to everybody is that you're gonna be trash. I don't. That's not a good thing. But he gonna have to show me he's nice, and so mm-hmm. that's a tough road so to he's, him. He's more athletic than yeah. creative. He don't even know how to dance, so he don't got no rhythm. And I feel like. It like plays a part into being able to rap good for some reason. Actually, yeah, rhythm for yeah. sure. Rhythm Absolutely. and rap, yeah, I believe it. My kid got no rhythm. So you get that from his mom? Got to. He didn't get it from you have rhythm. Yeah, because she's stiff now. So but she used to throw it. She used to be throwing that wagon. I ain't gonna lie. That's how he showed up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Raw dog assassin. I just want I just want us to progress as people, man. All right, so he has no rhythm, so he can't rap. But he likes ball. How tall is your baby mother? My baby mama is shorter than me, but my kid already my height at twelve. Okay. Yeah, he right, got so he hope. got his her dad and all them is huge, and my brother six foot something, but me and my mama just short. But me and my brother got different daddies too. So mm. my mama, <laughs> my mama likes. This nigga's the most interesting rapper I've ever sat down to talk to <laughs> by far. <laughs> <laughs> I had an uh, address joke of co- doubling back, but I just you know. <laughs> Oh, Vlad would have a blast. Nah, he got me blocked. Crimes. He got me blocked too. Shout out to Vlad. Why Vlad did Vlad got have you blocked? Or maybe he unblocked me. On what I used Instagram? to be on his bumper. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I, just, I used to make random tweets like, "Y'all niggas really go to Vlad, huh?" <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, but he hates Rory. Yeah. Oh, he hates Rory. So Rory has a lot of white on white. Like he's he's single handedly bringing white on white crime. Nah, to the but forefront. also I'm beefing with Vlad because of kind of white on white crime. Because after not really white on white crime, but after uh, Mac Miller died the day after, he was like. Who's better, uh, Mac Miller, or Eminem, and that shit pissed me off. So I was yeah, like, "That's that bitch is too soon." The timing yeah. is a little. Yeah, weird, and then he yeah. DM me was like, "I was the first person to ever support you, but you choosing this route blocked or some dumbass line." I'm like, he's very, he's very arrogant in how he oh, beat your <laughs> ass. You're choosing this route? Are you my dad? Who are you talking to? Like the fuck? whatever he said. That's what, I, that's what I felt when he did that fucking video when someone asked if. Very weird. You would have Rory on. I would never have. I never said I wanted to go on. <laughs> no, but in, in case you Why are you doing a rant of saying you that you would never invited. have me on? And I'm yeah. saying but, I don't want to go on. But I do like how he opened his platform to like up and coming journalists now and letting other people do the interviews. Here, but here's my shit with Vlad. When you strip away the bullshit, he's a good journalist. Huh? He's a yeah, he can he, conduct a good interview. Yeah, he can. He's he's good at that. He just be he has too much fuck shit That's true. attached to him. Yeah. But I'm I'm sure that affected your career drastically since you chose that route. Yeah, so man, lucky I'm to come out. Got no Vlad in my life. I was beefing with the the nigga who be judging albums, uh, Anthony Fatino. What's his oh, name? Fatino. Um, I know you talk about. Yeah, he had me hot. So uh, he looks like me if I let myself. And go. Pitchfork just gave me seven point three. I seen it last night. They got me fucked up. But shout out to Pitchfork for even like you know seven point three out of ten. Yeah. How do you feel about reviews no. from? Nah, I don't really care, but they in my brain okay they always say they always say pitchfork is the one you're supposed to care about. So it's like, I guess my subconscious like kind of. Why, why is that? Why should we care about the pitchfork? We shouldn't. I'm yeah, not yeah. justifying it. I'm just telling you, I'm a human, a flawed human mm-hmm. who cares about things like that. Sometimes. You just said you didn't care. Exactly, that's the flaw. <laughs> <laughs> I would care. I understand. Nah. What they say in the review? Uh, well, I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't read everything on the way. That's hilarious. <laughs> now that, I'm using that. Nah, for yo, real. What they said it. about y'all last episode, yo, I ain't have my glasses on, so I couldn't really even tell you what they was in them and conversations. That shit, and it was too long, but I just seen my my boy told me they said something about um they didn't like one of the transitions or the sequence or something like that. Right. That sounds See, like a pitchfork thing. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when you start getting comments like yeah, that, it's like, like, like y'all yeah. just trying to find some. But you know, does the written review matter anymore? 
Nah, it don't matter. It just matters to industry people in our fake little world we create. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I don't think nobody, my homies ain't looking at no pitchfork. You know what I'm saying? No yeah, nigga, nah. I know looking at pitchfork, so. Yeah, that's not that's not our that's not really our yeah. culture like that. We don't really pay attention to what pitchfork is rating. And none of the bitches albums. or women, I need to stop saying bitches so much. None of the women I deal with never been like, your pitchfork review was crazy, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? And didn't let me hit, so <laughs> yeah, they only gave you seven point. If you would have got a seven point eight, I would have let you go. But seven point four, you know what? I was gonna give you some pussy if you got a seven point five. You got a seven point three. I can't really fuck with you. Uh, what are you listening to? Uh, the Ken Ken Jams album, myself for the first time because I never listened to myself or I never let nobody play it around me. So I'm finally listening to my project. Mm. Um, I've been listening to that a lot. Um, it's another album I downloaded. No, it's not. Just Ken Jams and R and B stuff. So what R&B singer am I listening to then, Boogie? Frank Ocean. Blonde still gets heavy play for me. Classic. Um, yep, that's about it. <laughs> my, so you what, don't listen to no, like, current rap? Let me you don't see. really, like... Let me, let me not lie. Ramona, they, Pro, Ramona Park Broke My Heart was a good album. It was a great but album. I don't really listen to rap, but that was a good album. Well, you've um, had some problems in Long Beach, so I can understand. Yeah, Kendrick. <laughs> you <laughs> said I got problems in Long Beach. Oh, yeah, I did get shot. <laughs> my boy got shot. And I got shot in Long Beach. That's crazy. You should stay out of Long Beach. I got shot, but you I got shot. You Long Beach in New York. It's really yeah, safe. Yeah. yeah, man. Hold on. No. no sleazy. Rap. Sleazy. You know that dude? What they gonna do to me? That, and then Lil Baby helped on a remix? Okay, yeah. It's yes. a trap song. Yeah, I know that. No, I know that. This right. is my favorite question to ask artists because I would love to watch them lie about what they're listening to. Yeah, artists but don't listen to shit. I don't. This shit crazy. Because <laughs> artists, are, and y'all in y'all own world. Like yeah, y'all right. create y'all own world and y'all just stay in it and y'all create from that world. And then y'all come out when it's time to come out. And you're like, oh shit! Like I never heard this. I never you seen. You feel me? But I try to stay. I try to stay like up to date. I just don't really go back a lot because a lot of people don't got replay value for me. But it's Mary just J. Too much music. Mary J. Blige. You are everything. That's my shit right now. I'm playing that every day. And Wyclef John and Mary J. Nine One One. That's really my shit right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, those two songs. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Should, um, all I do, Stinger. Yeah, like Big Life After Death. You still have that album. Life After Death, Biggie. Yeah, like that's the new one. That's great. Shout out to Biggie. You don't listen to that, huh? This this is over. (laughs) Shout out to Big. (laughs) Nah, I'm not a really a cultured hip hop fan. Like, interesting. I don't know. No, I've never. Then it's gonna be crazy. I've never listened to Outkast album through. I've never listened to Life After Death. I'm not even sure I listened to a Tupac album through. I just listened no to way. Big, I wouldn't be. I just listened to Outcast Lauren Hill. Weird to me. You never listened to a Tupac album like all the way through. Nah, I can't think. I don't think I have. Would and I hate this because it's such a cliche question, but I'm only asking because you just said that. What'd you listen to growing up? Church music. Okay. And then Lil uh, Wayne. Lil Wayne took over my life, and that was all I listened to. Mm, I get and, it. And then Jay Z. I got in my Jay Z bag. Jay Z and Wayne is like was my two people I only listened to as rappers. And so I hate it when people used to say Biggie was better than Jay. Used to piss me off. So anybody that go against you, you said what? That's I mean, a good manager, right? We talking oh. about my life, where I, what I was raised on. I listen to him as like a rapper. He's one of the greatest rappers ever. I'm telling you in the hood what I was listening to. Mm. Um, Conway got in trouble for saying the same thing you're saying. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> niggas, Eminem, he the greatest. I listen. To all, you're not doing this to me. But fucking um, <laughs> anybody who beefed with Jay Z, I used to just not listen to. Like I never would listen to Nas because he was beefing. That's with interesting because you a West Coast yeah. guy, so and then I just like singing, singing songs. Oh, I love Ja Rule. Really, that was my nigga. Fucking, he was amazing. And Fifty Cent was amazing. 
that that wave was amazing. And yeah, M of course. That shows I never would have thought you were a Ja Rule. Nah, I hated him losing like that. Damn, I just thought about that. That's funny because he got destroyed by the big dog. <laughs> My nigga M destroyed you. That's funny. But fucking, um, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's life at full circle. Um, but yeah. Did I was, M destroy him? Well, he helped. He, he didn't have fun, to jump. That's what made it so fucked up because M didn't even have to jump into that. And he still came in yes, here. He, he did? He had to protect his investment. I 50 think, was destroyed. 50 could have destroyed him by himself. I know. So I think, I'm the I biggest think with, rapper. Let me double down and make it worse. <laughs> I, feel you. I think with Ja fucked up in that, he took too long to respond. Yeah, I feel you. I think in that whole Ja 50 thing, Ja took too a little too long to respond. And it's crazy because 50 t- went on to like make the same music that he was criticizing That was the, that was the funniest part about the entire thing. <laughs> it was like, so he on, he on record singing and shit? Yeah. <laughs> Go listen to Massacre. That's an R&B yeah, album. <laughs> Fuck. And th- that's not fair. John Irv got fucked when I job, but Irv got arrested. They froze their assets. It was just timing. Yeah, it was. Ja was unaware. We, we got to revisit that whole timeline of events that happened around that time, and it was a lot, man. It was Ja was Ja was up against a lot. It wasn't just rap. It was a lot of shitty. Fast music. forward, they got Shady got the boy and uh, Murdering got. Hmm. Shout out to Murdering, man. That's fucked up. I'm just playing. Irv Gotti said, uh. Irv Gotti is a fucking legend. Um, that's a fact. No, he is. And he was pissed off about the Drake album. Though he said he don't doesn't. That's not hip hop. He don't understand. But we were trying to. We were talking about it earlier uh, on a, another episode. We I were saying it. that uh, it wasn't intended to be a hip hop album. No nah, facts. And what I appreciate y'all saying. What I'm starting to understand is it really matter your environment when you first hear music and like. Oh, absolutely. Y'all saying how people's in bed like waiting. Yeah, I get. So I get that frustration. But you know what I'm saying? It, Go it really outside is. a little bit. Because even the song on my bit. album, Stuck, I played it for a reason in the studio. I played all these songs for niggas in the studio. And, you know, they yeah. didn't give me no energy. I yeah. noticed it. Then when Stuck came out, reason like, why you didn't play me this song? This shit amazing, nigga. Yeah. And I was like, boy, I'll let you hear this. So <laughs> lying ass. So, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is it's where you at. It's, it's the type of environment you're around. Um, also, your mood. Like, True what that. you're dealing with in real life. Like, when you hear certain music. Because I've gone back and listened to albums. And I'm like, damn, this should sound way better now that exactly. I'm in a better mental space. Just like, you know what I mean? So it's not it's exactly because now that I drop my album and I'm not like really stressed. Your pussy <laughs> is calling my name. You know, that hard. song slap. That shit is hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a social clip right there. Yeah, just... no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That song sting. Um, Did you get pussy on uh, album release night? No, nah, because I was in New York, man. What was I doing? I, was I, I saw I followed a lot of hoes that was at 4040 that night. Yeah. But y'all was there. I was I, I was piecing the whole oh, night. Oh, matter of fact, the girl who threw helped throw the event, I slid on her. And then I was telling her to come to the hotel, and then I fell asleep. I remember. And then I woke up oh, from that's a great night. the next when You morning. fall asleep on them? Blew it. Great night. Those I, are the greatest nights. I appreciated your honesty on uh No Jumper. Which part? Well, I'm always honest, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but it was like a different level of honesty. Yeah. Like there's what there's you honest and then there's some shit you just probably just shouldn't say. Nah, and I knew because that's such like the only podcast my homie from the hood watches shit like No Jumper because it's like they put all the, the gang members on there yeah. to give a platform to to up and coming artists. So I knew I had to be responsible with what I said and and like make sure I didn't let like it turn into a clickbait moment because I know it can. Even though I said the Selena Powell shit like an idiot and well, it that's turned, what I'm talking about. turned into a clickbait. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Selena Powell. Free her. Free Selena Powell, man. She locked up? She locked up. She got two years. For what? 
Uh, she didn't pay her taxes on that money. She was I got to look though. It was something though, but it was right you after the interviews, and I was like, "Fuck, huh?" Uh, you would put some violation. Oh, there we go. What was she on probation for? No, Doing not, me scandalous. I called the boys on her. <laughs> I'm just playing. I didn't. I don't call the police. <laughs> Never. You gonna put something on her books? I, did I not actually. Know I, I, was if, I ain't gonna lie. If Selena reached out, I put something on her books because, like, that's I, noble. I'm, I'm a caring person, and yeah. I really felt bad for her when we had that talk. So. I okay. respect that. She drove a getaway car. Oh, man. Come on, car. CC. Oh, Who better man. than that, Queen? She really out. She in the I mean, I say Queen. Somebody said, or the black girl told me, she don't like, they don't like when I call other people Queen. That's not black. Well, uh, 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 two women tweeted me one time when I called somebody, a, a black woman a Queen, and they said, uh, don't, uh, was, what was the word she said? Uh, basically, like, I was, uh, I was. Like being condescending type of thing? No, but I was like, not objectifying. But I was doing something to where it was like, I, it, bro, it's, everything is offensive. No, nah, they don't like that word no more either. Yeah, everything is but offensive. But I know how I be using it sometimes I be, when they be like, people be talking, girls be talking too much and I'm like, you got a queen. So I get why they were yeah, like. And that, and yeah, that sense they is, like, of course, it's yeah. like, ah, right, you be you trying to just be yeah. funny. But I really wasn't. And they told me that, oh, yeah, you're trying to like. Something, you always something I was like, it on Twitter though. <laughs> you are a great crazy. Twitter personality. But I don't though. hate it. I, I be chilling. I, I bro. love it. You got like a rapper Twitter. I mean, but like... I, yo, I, yo, like I think if people saw me, like what I was doing while I was tweeting, they would be like, "Nah, we can't take this thing <laughs> serious." Bro. Funny. Like I be shit. Yeah, like I be in the crib. I can't find my other slipper. Like I'm just walking around on my phone. Like yo, I don't be trying to bother nobody. And they got man. so many opinions of your personality. That should be so funny. People don't really know me, man. That's fire though. And it's, they mad that they don't know me, and I only give them doses. Like my peoples know me, but. The Twitter world, they don't really know me. And they think they know Rory. We think Rory more like open to the world than you. And they have no idea how, no. S- how socially awkward Rory is. <laughs> the most socially awkward person want, ever. Yeah, they have no idea. I'm like, what? Wait till you see this guy in person. He's not going to speak to you. That's like, No. <laughs> he's not, not going to say anything. Oh, y'all love Rory? Wait till he's in the room with hilarious. you. Like, he won't Nothing say anything. Nothing at all. Uh, So yeah, Boog, more black superheroes. Yes, sir. Congratulations, man. Um, we appreciate you coming through, kicking it with us while we out here in LA. Thank y'all for having me. Um, I'm finna try to go be in this writing. I'm not going to this writing camp. You gotta go to writing artists. Camp. Um, get out your comfort zone. Do stuff you don't want to do, man. <laughs> Except for you, and not yeah, living your rhymes. Learn, learn from me, please. Tour? Any any live shows coming up? Wow, I just announced it today. He announced it. Thank you, Roy. Did you? I just I, this. I knew. I told you he was Roy. Books in my house. Literally bro, told you. I literally woke up, showered, and came <laughs> and right I here. Plan. I didn't see anything. I just announced it t- today. Tickets going to sell tomorrow. I don't know when it's coming. Out. When, when it's coming? Out. Is this out right now? Is this live? What is? No, this is uh Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, next Tuesday. We took a whole break. You thought they Go were just get, watching a blank you're right, screen? right, actually. I'll be just <laughs> all over the place, man. Shout out to uh, Tuesday when this come out. Shout out to my tour, too. Y'all go uh, get some tickets and all that. What's up? Who you on tour with? Uh, I'm bringing Grip. Shout out to Grip. He from Atlanta. He mm-hmm. hard. Big Shady Gang. Nobody say nothing crazy. No, 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 no. All love. I'm, Shady, I'm not saying a word about somebody named Grip. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got that. it on him. I'm chilling. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my dog. Shout out to Westside Boogie. Shout out to LVRN. Shout out to Shady. Uh, super proud of you, bro. Happy you got your project out. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all. Um, shout out to y'all and y'all growth. Y'all know y'all leading the oh, way. Oh, man. Niggas, thank you, man. man. Appreciate it. We out here just trying to push the culture a little bit. I hate when people say that, but yeah, we're doing push that. The culture, you see, man. You see bullshit. Y'all leading the charge. 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, the, the boogie is crazy, bro. I'm just I'm trying y'all to get him away, out of here. Leading the way, man. Leading the way. Leading the way. For who? Who's nah, this, I do that a lot. Nah, you call one of my default answers. Not being a killer. Leading the way. Nah, nobody. The other day, I was leaving a restaurant and it was like this homeless man. I gave him some money and I was like, all right, man, keep killing it. And I was like, all right. Yeah. All right, you know what? No, listen, we're gonna let Boogie go. I promise you. Listen, are you gonna go to Black's birthday party if you don't? I'm there. I'm definitely there. That's all I'm trying to lie. Stall time. No, I promise you, I'm going there. Justice Black album when? I don't know. All right, fuck it. We we was talking about go last episode. We was trying to figure it out. Check out a black new record. Umi says. Did I say See, that's how I know you didn't listen to any music growing up. I did. I know it's (laughs) It's a remake. No, I just heard the original song. That day when my assistant was like, you don't notice a remake? And I was like, what the fuck? This shit hard. Anybody that didn't hear a Tupac album definitely doesn't know that Umi says it's a remake. Yeah. Like, I'm not fuck? even mad at Boogie no more. Like, he he's, he knows Ja Rule and that's it. Like, <laughs> he just dissed his mother on his album. Yeah, oh, that's, that's hard. He didn't listen to Umi I like says. that. That's hard. Sometimes you got to diss moms. Therapy told me that but I my don't have... chicken wasn't that good. I, <laughs> I thought I had daddy issues my whole life. It just up until recently I found out I have mommy issues. Mommy issues. Yeah. That's no crazy idea. when you find that out. Yeah. Well, sometimes Umi does not shine a light on your world. No, they shine a light for you to get your ass up and go. <laughs> Hold to on, who is Umi though? Mother. Umi means like grandma in Arabic. Mom. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's tight. <laughs> Yo, listen, man, bug. We thank you. We appreciate you coming out, kicking with us, man. Congrats on the album. Thank More you, black man. superheroes in your DSPs in your phones now. Yes. Boogie on tour with Grip. Check out the tour dates. Follow Bug. Uh, very interesting. If you're not following Bug, you should be following because he's he's hilarious. Good Instagram. Love his personality. Shout out to LVR and shout out to Shady. Gang, gang. Uh, all love. Bug, we'll Call see you Rosenberg. soon. See y'all soon. Y'all coming into the party tonight, right? Yeah. It's lit. Yeah, we definitely going to be party. lit? Yeah, it's going to be lit. We finna get drunk. We're going to treat it like DR again. Boats and hoes. <laughs> That was, the most, that was the most relationship DR trip of all time. <laughs> it was no hoes. It was girlfriend. I know. We was a, <laughs> it was mad well, girlfriend. I, had, I paid for my cell phone bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I swear I'm trying to wrap this up for y'all. Uh, listen, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for coming on this uh, audio journey with us. Shout out to Bug. Once again, um, proud of you, bro. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Peace and love. We'll talk to you on the next one. Yes, sir! No, Warrior, no.